are here, Fit for Life Radio. Today we have your hosts and a, a guest host. So it's going to be myself, Gary, and Will. And we are subbing, tag teaming in Diego, Coach Heavy Diego. D. Hey, the what's big, up, guys? Big D. Mm. Filling in big for D. Benji. I don't and know if it. I can fill in that spot, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll I think you got best. it, man. We will try our best. This is a big, big responsibility right there. What do you think, Ben? What is Ben doing right now? Is the question. He's at that um, competition with uh, Kelly. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure then. What's he doing? There you go. That's where Ben's at. What did he say? He had a weightlifting competition. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. He's like the, um, like like the boxing coach kind of. Dude, he's like Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. buddy all right so today we're going to talk about we have a something we talk about a lot behind closed doors Mm -hmm. is uh, we're going to open the doors and we've mentioned it on the on the show here before but and one reason we have diego with us is because he does our a lot of our like coaching our clients with our online messaging platform and really digging in with them so he has a lot of good insight on this we're going to talk about maintenance all right the the power of of maintenance really as a goal and you know after weight loss having to deal with maintenance when when's a good time for it and just the whole mindset around it yep this is the hard part so if you're if you're listening you're thinking well maintenance go and goal why would my goal be maintenance but but ultimately it really should be every it has to be everyone's goal at some yep. point even if you, you can't just keep losing weight yeah you're gonna doesn't work that way your whole life or you just turn into nothing yep and the other thing is what we're finding and, and people know it's just hard to do is in really if you even if you have a big weight loss goal say like you need to lose 60 pounds it's actually better and you'll probably be more productive working in maintenance periods in there versus yep. just straight trying to lose all the weight at once yep so i think i think it's important to just frame it in this way too like losing weight's great but it's still stressful to your body. Like it's a stress in and of itself, even though it is for a positive goal and it's good. And um, basically, you know, realizing that something stressful, like you, you have to, to manage it and it can't just be constant or it can start to be negative or just, you know, not, you know, you'll, you'll start to halt or feel, feel crappy. Um, and you do need to give yourself time to recover. So just like training, you know, when we train, we don't just train seven days a week. Like you have to be able to recover and, you know, taking, you know, something we do at the gym, like you take deload weeks to give yourself maybe even more of a break. Um, same thing with losing weight. You know, you, you're not going to be able to just keep losing weight. You've got to have those periods to, to rest and recover and kind of let your body acclimate. Um, and also framing it as like, um, shorter kind of journeys with, um, some kind of a stop, like, you're not it's it's gonna be harder if you think you're gonna let's put into traveling just travel all, all year long right where you're just going 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 but if you like you have a slight travel you enjoy that and then you go home and then you travel again like you have those stops those breaks where it's not like just going all the time um you need like that just break to reset and not just see that's a long ass journey because if not it could be like will said it could be too stressful it could be detrimental Yep, and 
what happens is, so, so we'll kind of break it down into two, two conversations. One will be the actual physical stuff that's going on and, and, then, and then the mental, all right? Yep. So for the physical, you have, you know, when you're dieting, and here's the thing, here, here's the catch, right? A lot of, you have, like, when we say, like, you almost have to earn the maintenance too. Like, if you're kind of trying, but you're not, and you're not really losing weight, um, and you're not truly in a deficit, then this doesn't really apply, right? Like, you have mm-hmm. to be honest with yourself. Like, you, someone could be like, oh, I've been trying to, lo- to do something. Maybe I need to, need to go in maintenance. But at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> you'll, you'll know. Like, you, you have to truly be, like, losing weight, losing pounds, and truly in a deficit. Because then when that happens physically, your, your hormones downregulate, your – you know the your mental like kind of like how your body's gonna like it's called neat so non-exercise activity basically you'll notice like you you want to do less those kind of things that's what happens when you're in a deficit and you're losing weight and you're, you're gonna need a break from it yep. so for example and for most people you could go two ways you could go the the best plan of attack is probably like diet and plan to be in a deficit for three months at a time and or when you lose 10 to 15 percent of your body weight right so you could kind of take either or if you happen to lose 10 percent of your body weight um you know take take a little break go go into maintenance mode for like an equal amount of time that it took you or for a month or two Mm -hmm. and what that does is it's going to then upregulate your hormones and put you back into a a good place like your workouts are going to feel better you're mentally going to feel better and then you can plan to do another dieting period. Yep. Uh, you know, what happens is people get into this almost like it's, oh, my, the lifestyle, the lifestyle mode is being in that deficit and all the negatives, you know, having less energy, not being as strong, all that. And you, you just want to be careful not to get sucked into that, that that's this whole, the whole deal. But then, and also sometimes like um, you go too far in and then that becomes your new normal, right? So like your exercise level or your activity, you see it as your new normal, um, or you're actually not putting as much effort as you would like to, but you don't even realize that anymore. So like giving yourself that break to where you up, bring your calories up slightly, go in maintenance mode, um, you'll notice like a really good increase in, like you said, in your workouts and the difference between actually having more energy, more fuel in your body than just being low all the time. Um, if you get stuck in that route, it's going to be hard to notice a difference. Absolutely. That's what I miss what most people notice. And, you know, talking with um, somebody either yesterday or the day before about, you know, sh- she's been in maintenance, um, upped her calories a little bit, just feels a lot better. You know, like her training feels better. She feels better. Um, you're almost, you know, a little more at ease, like as a whole. You know, your whole body is just a little more efficient and just under less duress. So, um, yeah, it's important. And I think like a month minimum, you know, do a month, see how you feel. You know, am I, am I starting to feel better? Um, you may, it may take three months. You know, if you've been dieting for a long, if you've been dieting for two years, you might need to take three, four months of just let's coast. Let's, you know, yeah. make sure, you know, I, my training's going great. I'm moving really well. I'm feeling well. I'm sleeping and, and all that kind of stuff. And my, you know, emotional state is good. Um, and that's okay. It's okay to take that time. Yeah, and, and you'll notice it like with energy through the day, uh, just let's say like 
for this particular client you have um you have kids at home you have other stuff you have to do every day work etc so you need energy in order to do those kind of things so you spend too much time in a deficit uh slowly your energy is going to start draining and everything's going to kind of feel really hard to accomplish so you want that breakthrough where your body can recover uh, and then you can go again where your body's a little it, it has adjusted to having more energy go in and then it's ready to start bringing the calories down again and kind of uh, push that boundary again yeah and you know the hard part mentally is then you have to just tell yourself like the goal of this phase is like you're not going to really lose weight you know? yeah and absolutely and, that and it's fine. Us, yeah, and that leads us to the problem with when people get attached to losing weight and, like, that's who they are and, you know, getting the pats on the back. And, and that's then why people freak out when you tell them, hey, let's, let's have you eat more. Now, the goal yep. is not to gain weight either, but, like, you want to no. see what you can get away with. You know, like, how much can you eat and stay the same weight and, and understand, like, that food, you know, food's an enhancement. It's not like this bad guy. You know? Yep. So that's the challenge. And yeah, um, that is the hard part, you know? Like you diet for, I mean, say some people, like you've been losing weight for three years, you know? And then you're going to come to a point where you need to maintain. And and because there's nowhere else that you can't just keep losing, you know, for your whole life. Like, you know, like, like we just said. And so you have to come to terms with like the ultimate goal is to be able to get to a weight you can maintain healthily for the rest of your life. And that's hard when all you've done and all you've been for the past couple of years is the person that's losing weight, you know, and you do get the pats on the back. Oh, you look great. What are you doing? What's your diet like? What are you you working out and all this stuff? And that kind of comes to a stop at a point to where you're not getting those constant pats on the back anymore. And you're just the person like you are the fit person now and you're the lean person. You're the strong person and you're not really going to lose any more weight for the most part. And that's very hard, you know, because that's the person you've been for years. And without that, you know, some people might think like, well, you know, who am I? You know, if I'm not the person losing weight, then, you know, what do I have going for me? Um, and it's realizing like what, that what's going to be my value. What if people are going to recognize me? Yeah. Right now? Like yeah. I'm not that one person. Um, so it's, it's hard. It's a challenge to let go of that image of, yeah, I want to keep losing weight because, yeah, that's that's your whole deal lately. Um and for a lot of people like it's a big achievement and like that sh you should definitely notice it but then to a point you also have to come to the conclusion where like okay i have to face this like this is not me um or this is not like what people like me for so i have to change that yes um and then also for a lot of people losing weight is a struggle right so they go through like hardship uh and they go through these moments where it's like they have to make changes habit changes whatever um and all, all change is hard. Uh, it depends how you see it, but all change is hard. Yep. So we at attach ourselves to hard times a lot. Why? Because we suffer through them because it was a struggle. So um, it's going to be easier to get attached to that concept. And we have to check in with ourselves uh, to like, yeah, it was a struggle. Recognize it. Pat yourself in the back for it because you went through all of it. But now, like, you're in pretty much for a bigger struggle. Yeah. Um, you're going to have to just... Just be okay with keeping your weight, with being there. Uh, yeah. If you just compare it to, to life, we want to ride the ops uh, all the time, right? You want to be like in the high, happy, and whatever. And most of our days, we just spend it on the, on the like, 
just normal stuff. The middle working, ground. Yeah, working, yeah. being with family, just kind of routine. Uh, so you're not expecting our life to just go up and down the whole time or just be down, 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 or just be up, up, up. Uh, it's it's going to have a baseline. So like with everything, you have to get to the point where like you just have to be in that baseline and be okay with it. Yep. So you're saying basically we just have to go from – we have to look at weight loss as – a third world problem like it, it it's even more painful and you, it's, people are like I got to get this weight off but then when you do and you got to go in maintenance just look at maintenance as like a first world problem you know mm-hmm. like a high school girl doesn't have her cell phone all day to yep. her that's a big pro- <laughs> that's a big problem it is so with maintenance it's like oh well I have to eat more food and stay the same weight right Mm-hmm. But but that is a struggle in a sense because you you want to keep the same established habits you don't you don't want to gain weight yep um, so it's still still a different kind of struggle it is you just have to then reframe your mind into like hey this is my goal now and yep. for a lot of people that's liberating right you know like a lot of people think oh I just have to be in this diet mode and this is my life and I all and when you tell them hey like tell yourself like I'm not trying to lose weight all of a sudden there's like a light bulb moment yeah you just you, know? you, you shift your you shift your mindset to where yeah. like you aren't in, in the weight loss and it's okay if you don't lose. And yep. I think it's just like Diego was saying, like change is hard. Well, when you go from losing, like losing weight and you're, you're at that point where you're pretty much done losing most of your weight, like then it's change. Like you're, you're, you're going from that to a, there's a new challenge. Right. And so you're always going to face resistance when there's a new challenge and that's just the way life is. And it's just being able to overcome that. You know, and, and that's why I, you know, you people do struggle is because it's another change. Yep. So it's just facing it and being okay with it and, and knowing that it's best for you, for your long term health to be able to, to maintain everything that you've worked for. And also understand, I mean, we've been referencing a lot, like when you get to your total weight loss goal and then, but I mean, really what we're saying too is even if your goal is to lose just say like 15 pounds. It's probably better to lose seven and then go in maintenance for a week, for a month or two, and then lose another seven. You know, yep. this isn't just for people who are like, oh, at final destination. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is part like maintenance as part of the journey is is a super key aspect. And when you step back and look at the scale of years and years, it's probably the better approach than just trying to lose all the weight at once, especially if you really enjoy the training and your performance and things like that, you know, with your actual physical training. Because after a a long weight loss, man, like your, your performance will like, it'll suffer for sure. You're in a deficit. And if you've been there for a long time, like you might start to notice your, you know, training isn't as good or you're just not as strong or you feel kind of burnt out. Um, And and those are things to take note of if you have been in kind of a sustained weight loss. Mm -hmm. Gary, I don't know if you touched upon, um, on the on the previous podcast, I've, I haven't really listened to them, but um, on like what you just recently did with um, like leaning out slightly and then going back to upping upping your calories and kind of keeping that uh, just like a short kind of like what happened uh, on 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 kind of your journey on those eight weeks and then bumping up like what what did you notice? Yeah, I mean that was it's f- the reason I kind of even did the whole thing. I was glad I did because it got me in like the headspace to remember these things and notice these things. And yeah, so, you know, I dieted it for eight weeks, lost like eight pounds. And 
yeah, like, you know, my, my energy was down, my workouts were crappy, and, you know, your hormones, sex drive, all that's down, and then you, you know, when you start adding the calories back in, and all, everything just comes back, that you, you remember, like, man, like, I couldn't imagine, yeah, you, you know, being in that state for, like, six months, seven months, eight months, um, you know, eventually, like you said, it becomes your new normal, probably, and that's not a good thing. You yep. just kind of learn to live in that state. So for me, that's why I learned was, yeah, really the importance of maintenance of saying like, hey, like having these phases and being like, I'm gonna really work on being in a deficit and losing weight for this frame time frame, and then I'm gonna yeah come come out of it and be in, in a maintenance area. And that we should be obviously in a maintenance area most of the time too. Yep. You know, and also when you're losing weight, your body kind of resists it so you you need to create a new set point like get used to being at that weight that's the thing if you go from say someone went from 200 pounds to 160 pounds their body's going to fight and you got to stay at that 160 but it it would actually be easier to lose 200 go to 180 get used to being at 180 your body gets comfortable then go back and then lose and get to 160 and then get used to being at 160, you, the likelihood of you then staying at 160 doing it that way versus losing 40 all at once, it's actually probably going to be physiologically less stressful and easier on, on your body. Yep. I mean, that's why there's um, so much like yo-yo dieting, right? Because mm-hmm. you drop like 20 pounds and then you expect your body to kind of adapt quickly and you start eating a lot more because you're like, oh, I'm, I'm this lean now. But your body's fighting that mode. Yep. Your body's fighting because yep. those 20 pounds are a big change for your body, what what it's used to uh, yep. carrying around. So it's going to be like, no, let's go back to my, my mm-hmm. normal. This is what I know. I want to stay there. Um, so it's easier to your body to say like, okay, I dropped seven pounds. I need to adjust to this new set point. Then uh, we'll, we can start dying it again, and it will be easier for your body to readjust again. Yep. Yeah, it's just, it's got to, you got to give it time to, like you said, like set a new set point. And that doesn't happen overnight. It's not like you hit 20 pounds weight loss, boom, new set point. This is my body's new normal. Like it takes time for your body and your hormones and everything to adjust to the fact that this is where we operate now. This is our normal, this is our normal level. Um, And yeah, this doesn't happen overnight. So you have to give it time to do that. Yeah. And the other takeaway I got... Diego was um, how this stuff happens, not even on, I mean, weekly is a good way to kind of monitor things, but it's almost really on a monthly deal as well. So I noticed, you know, I was kind of like keeping a tab on my calories and, and pretty consistent with my workouts. So I knew, you know, what my output was, but I, I would notice I was telling Will trends of, you know, when I started bringing my calories back up, yeah, the first couple weeks, I could I bring my calories up and my weight would still stay the same or I'll still lose in a little bit. Um, and what I noticed was, you know, it's really almost on like a monthly level, right? Like what you eat, like my monthly uh, calorie average was still say 2,200, even though I'd been eating 24, 2,500 for a couple of weeks, but I was still losing. So then when I looked at that monthly average, if, if this makes sense, it still, you know, wasn't at a maintenance level yet. So then once I kind of hit a monthly average of 24, 2,500 calories, my weight started to like stabilize or gain a little. And 
you know, that's when it clicked to me, like, man, like people freak out over one meal in one day and one moment. But really this stuff, I mean, it's, it's happening. It's long term, man. It's long term. Yeah. You know, so like, and that's why sometimes maybe people don't lose weight right away. Like just cause you drop your calories for a day or a week. Um, you how know, many were you eating last week and exactly. the week before and the week and the before. Month before? So it's just a little more dynamic. Yep. So you just can't, you just have to trust the process, <laughs> trust the process. Yeah. It's like yep. a cliche thing, but, but it's uh, true. It's so true. Cause if you don't, if you do like one week and you don't see any change, like that might not have been long enough. If you were eating. 3,000 calories a day for four years and then you go one week at 2,000, you know, that might not be enough for you to lose anything at all. But then like you talk about three and four weeks, all right, well, maybe you'll start to see a little bit of a change and then getting into like two months. Yeah, now now we're talking and, and your average is starting to lower. Yeah, to be and, more realistic. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's and, and that's okay. You know, it is not an immediate thing. It's not yeah. like, oh man, I've been dieting for two days. I've lost three pounds. Yeah. We just don't work like that, man. And what happened with me was, yeah, I went, okay, cool. I'm done done dieting. I'm going to go in maintenance mode. So I went from 2,000 calories to 24, 2,500 calories. And then, then in that first week or two, I actually lost some more weight. So you could easily in that moment be like, oh, I'm losing weight at 2,400 calories. But that's not true because then eventually once a month or two went by of eating 2,400, 2,500 calories, then my weight kind of like stabilized or gained a little Right. So then in that moment, I could be like, oh, why am I gaining weight on twenty four hundred calories? All it was was in the beginning, you know, that was just it just doesn't happen overnight. You know, like my total energy intake, like it's it's over time, you know, mm-hmm. like and that was the difference. That's why, like in that first week, it's not that I was like some super metabolism where I would lose weight by eating more calories. It's just that my calorie average over a month's time was probably still in a deficit. Yep. And and then that's where we come also with like um, weighing ourselves like super often and then getting too caught up in the numbers, right? Because then, like you said, um, you were keeping the your your fluctuations and your weight. Now I'm doing the same right now uh, as I'm kind of leaning out slightly, and it changes so much on a daily basis. Like one day I'll be 160, the other, the next day I'll be like. 162 and I could easily say oh I'm gaining weight by the day afterwards I'll be 159 and it's just gonna be so much change that um, it's hard to just tell from a daily basis but we kind of get scared so so fast of, of that change yep. that we want to make that drastic change that knee-jerk like reaction. you said we like things don't happen drastically we need consistency over time mm-hmm. in order to see the results so yep. like um, I was gonna go somewhere with this, but anyway, um, yeah. So like with my fluctuations, I would challenge people to do this. Um, like weigh yourself before you have to go to the bathroom, pee, poop, whatever you want to do, um, and then mm. weigh yourself after. You'll see, you'll see a drop. So like, is that that means that you are leaner now? No, you just pooped. That's all that happened. Yeah, exactly. You just lost liquid and some some like. Um, food that you have you just digested so you just have a little bit less um liquids in you yeah that's that's all so that happened the two things that are going to affect your weight on a daily basis are hydration and then to a lesser degree like like food in your actual stomach you know yep. like if you ate food and you have a meal sitting in your stomach like that's that's weight yeah you so, might be but, a pound heavier with that right. that meal you just ate or whatever it may yeah. be 
but yeah. none of that has to do with actual like body fat and nope. body composition. So and really, what matters is like what what's the trend over a month, two months, three months, because that's going to tell you the the real deal. Yeah. So like if Diego's fluctuating up and down, you know, one to three pounds, you know, every day, but then over time, you know, he's slowly gone from an average of one sixty to an average of one fifty six then absolutely he's lost weight for sure. And if that's, you know, trended downward over a month and two months, that's really what matters. And that's why that day-to-day weighing just and stressing yourself out over it is just extra crap that you do not need to be worrying about. Yeah. Now I would say on the flip side, actually, if you want to be super accurate, like daily weighing is the best way to go, but, but you, you want to take an average of them. It actually, yeah, exactly. It smooths out the fluctuations, but mm-hmm. the problem is people, you have to not be emotionally attached to it. You can't yep. freak out and change course. When or you freak out and eat a ton of food or whatever it may be, or like, or not eat at yeah. all. You but just taking, keep doing. Like, weighing in every day and then dividing it by seven, you know, over a week's time and yeah. using that weight as your weekly check. I love it. Is, is actually the best way to do it. But then again, some people have, they can't separate um, the emotion from it so that yep. might not be the best way yeah i was i was, I was gonna touch upon that because um uh, like if you if you guys heard the last episode um that i was in we were talking about my anorexia process right so like i've detached myself from from weighing often because i know like emotionally it could be i, I could get too attached to that um so like okay i'm a new set point uh i've come through a lot i've grown a lot Let's see how this goes, and if not, I just I know that I could drop it, and then just kind of go in a weekly or whatever basis that I'm weighing myself. So I've been really checking in with myself um, when I'm like every time I weigh. Okay, how does this make me feel and stuff like that. And I think it was like most days have been really good, um, and I think it was it was it was either Wednesday or Thursday that I weighed myself, and again like the fluctuation went up slightly. And like it created a lot of anxiety in, on me, so I had to really like tone in on on it. Be like, okay, that's just because there's a fluctuation there. Um, one, it doesn't mean I gain weight. Reasoning sometimes it doesn't work when there's emotion, right? We try to reason the best out of it, and um, sometimes it'll work. Ninety percent of the time, it won't. Um, so then. Like looking into other things, like okay, what if I did gain a pound? Like, does that make me less of, of a person? Am I more unhappy? Like, just looking at other points of view, other perspectives, to where I'm detaching myself from that concept. So it's just like, yeah, we can definitely get into a rabbit hole um, and really attach to the numbers and cause a lot of anxiety or just um, like have it down emotionally. So you. If you're doing it on a daily basis, you do need to check in with yourself. Am I attaching myself to this concept? Am I am I like de- too dependent on it? Because um, you can you can start your day by weighing yourself, and that's gonna dictate that your day is gonna go back because you were one pound or a pound and a half heavier. You know? Yep. Yeah, I mean it's it's a vicious vicious cycle, you know. And that's where like having I think you know when you have a coach or a gym or a trainer or whatever you have to trust the coach and the process you know yep. like it, you, you gotta learn to like treat that like a security blanket you know and, and like when Diego you know when we send out you know asking for people's measurements and such 
like my favorite line is uh, measurement isn't a judge measurement isn't a judgment it's just information for making decisions yeah and will and I've been talking about this lately so that's the problem like it's a little pet peeve of mine when people are like oh well I don't care what the scale says you know and kind of caution to the wind but the problem is it just makes it really hard to have feedback when you don't track anything you know yep because then months could go by and it's like you know you could say and it hey like well have you lost weight have you lost measurements have they gone up like uh, i don't if you don't have any of that information it, everything's a guess right yeah then, then we don't know like what, what am i doing i'm shooting yeah. in the dark yeah if i don't know like are your calories too high are they too low like i don't know what's happening with you so you know it, it's it's hard to make a decision when you don't have any information at all yep so you know you, you have and here's the thing like if you have 20 pounds to lose like you have 20 pounds to lose. You know, when people when people kind of get in their mind, like, oh, I the scale doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't. Like, ultimately, it's like we want to, like, feel better, look better, move better, and, and know how we want to be. And, like, the number is – the number doesn't matter, but it does for – as decision information. Making. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Like, and for it, decision-making, like, if you're going to – if you're 180 pounds and you are – Yeah, and you're 5 foot 4. You weigh to 160, like yeah. – you need that information to make decisions. Mm -hmm. Where do we want to get? What's a healthy mm -hmm. weight? Um, and then how the course of action, how are we going to get there? Yep. yep. If something's not, if you're not losing weight, then something needs to change. You know, like you typically like your, your food intake, right? So, uh, so that's, I mean, 99% of the time, that's what yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's not your activity level. Yep. Yep. But anyways, and that's a whole tangent we can go on, but yeah, to spin it back to, to maintenance, um, that's where, you know, tracking these things and learning to not have emotional attachment to them are really just going to make you, A, progress better and faster, you know, because, and, and more healthy. Because when you know these things, you'll be able to make better decisions and better adjustments as you're learning how, how everything works, you know, how your body works. Yep. And also so. as coaches, it, it gives us more um, – it gives us a, a, the ability to help you easier – um, yeah. If not, like Will said, we're just shooting in the dark. We'll just like, hey, well, let's try this. Let's see if it works. Um, but we're going to have that uncertainty where if we have data, it's going to be way easier. Hey, this is like the next step we need to take. Um, let's take this. And that pretty much is going to not guarantee because it, it always thinks it can happen, but it's going to be more more likely that you're going to have better results. Yep. Yeah. The more data, that, then you can just make a better informed decision. You know, if somebody comes to me or Diego or whoever and they're like, hey, this is what I eat every day for a week and they have it completely tracked out and they're completely honest with it and it's just transparent data, that is so much easier for, you know, for so us to deal with to where I can be like, okay, you know, this is where we're going wrong. Like, this is the change we need to make. Whereas if someone's just like, hey, I'm not losing weight. Well, all right. Well, what are you eating? And I eat good. I eat good. That's the feedback. I eat, I eat salads. Good. Yeah. Like. <laughs> like all right, well, like what? Is, what is that like? What, what does say, that entail? When you say I eat healthy, that gives me zero information. Yeah. Are you eating five hundred healthy? We'll say healthy. I don't even know what that word truly means. Calories? Are you eating four thousand healthy calories? Or then you come in and you're saying I'm I I eat salads. Yeah, what kind of salad? And then you're you're hundred and ninety pounds. Like 
what are we talking about? Yeah. Like, what, what, what's the concept of salad for you? Yeah. You could be eating 900-calorie salads at a Exactly. Restaurant. Yeah, if you're eating three of those a day, then, uh, bam, you're close to the 3,000 calories. It doesn't matter if you had a salad or not. The salad doesn't cancel out, yeah. like, the, the calories. It doesn't work like that. So, so what we're trying to say is the more info we have – and, and you have really like you can just make a better, yeah. less impulsive emotional decision, and that's why tracking something. It doesn't have to be tracking everything, but tracking something can help you make that decision. Whether it be just you know weighing yourself every day, or hey, even weighing yourself once a week can still give you data and just seeing like where's my weight going across a month, or you know tracking your calories daily, um, and just seeing you know where am I where am I at on average. Or that's just super helpful. And journaling your food, just writing. Yeah, down or just journal. Eat. Like this is what I eat every day, and then you can yeah. show one of us, and we'll be like, "Damn, like you eat ten grams of protein a day. Like let's bump that up." Yep. Uh, it, it just and here's yeah, it, it makes everybody's life easier. And in today's world, like I don't want to hear anymore. Like if someone's like, "Oh, I don't have time to journal my food." Yeah, you do. Or tr- it's like it takes t- at the most. This is a stretch. Twenty minutes a day. If you, I guarantee you everyone has 20 minutes of junk time on, on Facebook. Scrolling or, Facebook. Or scroll. For sure. So Watching all, videos of some kid yodeling in Walmart. Yeah, you could replace a cat video or a scroll through Facebook with, with doing this. And yep. that would make a huge difference. I mean, and, use my fitness pal. Like, let's say you first start, it's going to take you 10 minutes tops just to figure it out how it works. Once you get through a week. It shouldn't even take well, you three to five minutes. And all your food's in there. So if yeah. you eat kind of the same things, like, you know, routine enough, dude, your food's already in there. You just really got to bring it back just up. It it's on your It's on your recently used or your favorites list. And yeah. then it's actually really easy. Yeah. And then also, like, with that, it makes, it makes like, the client, you guys kind of learn how to, how to make change for yourself, right? Because as coaches, like, we work as guys and we, we want to tell you what, uh, well, try to teach you what to do um, in the beginning. But in the end, like, yeah, once you start recognizing what works and you have it a little clearer because you have the, the data and you can kind of see why we're doing what we're doing, then in the end, like, you can make those decisions yourself, right? And then just come up to us where it's, when it's actually like, okay, now I, I have like this doubt or uncertainty of what, I, what to do next, but let's say, you learn, okay, my calories need to be at this point in order to lose weight right now. And then I can play around with it and still kind of track my food. And once I go into maintenance, um, bring it back to maintenance. So, okay, I'm going to add my calories three to 400 calories more. Um, and I know I'm tracking it. So, okay, let's see this. Let's see how this goes for two to three weeks a month. And then if I'm not getting the results I want, okay, ask for a coach or something but it gives you the tools yep. to kind of deal with it uh, and and kind of have a little better perspective of what how your body actually works yep. and what you're doing yep and it's something i i've noticed since we kind of ramped up our you know our level two coaching and all that i guess how much awareness people have now with like just noticing trends in their own nutrition like damn like i've realized i just don't get enough protein or, man, I was eating way more calories than I thought. And that's something, you know, I never really would have thought of if I wasn't aware and tracking. And stuff like that to where, like, you know, like, it's empowering for one, you know, like, because everybody has the tools to do it and the, the ability to figure this stuff out. You know, we, like Diego said, like, we're guides. But, you know, like, people do notice, like, oh, I feel better when I do this or when this happens. Or I notice I lose weight more when this habit is in effect and I focus on it. So just 
you know, it just gives you feedback. Really is what we're trying to tell you. Yeah. And the actual true key, especially with having a coach, is and here's the thing, is when things don't go well. Yeah. Like yeah. Facing them. Like it's easy to, to say, Oh, look, look at this. Like I did everything I was supposed to and good things happened. I'm proud to report this, right? But then when, when things don't go well and they aren't what they're what you want it's easy to then kind of stuff them and then ignore it and then a, another week goes by and then a month goes, you know, whereas if you're like, man, this, there's another person on the end waiting for me, waiting for this information, it forces you to face it. Yep. Yeah. And you didn't, it's not like you're a failure because you, you know, ran into a problem. No, no one's going to like not, not have yeah. a problem. It's so. really just like, hey, this is, this is the data. This is what happened. How do we, you know, how do we fix it or how do we go about it? That's all it is. It's not like, it's not that you suck. You, you know, you're a failure, you're bad at this or whatever. It's just, hey, we ran into this problem. Let's, let's figure out how to, how to get through it. And that's really all it boils down to, you know, and then we're troubleshooters. That's, that's really our job, it, you know, and, and, and then guiding you through that, that troubleshooting too. Yep. So, you know, in bringing this back to maintenance, again, like the, inf- like you would never know you know when you need to go in maintenance if, if you're not keeping tabs on, on some information right you know if you don't know if you're loot or if you're even doing enough to have to worry about it right if you're yeah. like exercising and eating and and just not losing weight for like seven months time and you feel like you're pushing hard and then you're like maybe i need to go in maintenance or i need a, a calorie spike like you don't you know yeah. like no like you just haven't even reached the point where you need any of that right like you you have to dig in a little more so you know, that's the power of, of having information uh, so you can have feedback. Yep. So I, I say we wrap this up with giving people like a couple indicators of maybe like it's time for maintenance, right? Like what, what are some good things just so people can identify like, damn, maybe it is time for me to take a little break and, and you know, up my calories a little bit, let my body rest a little bit, right? I would say the most simple is, is you've, you've legit lost anywhere from 10 to – 25% of your, your body weight. Yep. And then, heck, if you've lost more than that, then it's definitely, definitely yeah. time for maintenance. Yeah. And, and if you've so, been losing yeah. for like three months, um, you know, dieting and being in a true deficit for like more than three months' time is probably not ideal. Now, if you have a lot of weight to, to lose, it's, you know, probably more fine. Or if you're just, you know, in a good zone, but ultimately long term, it's going to be best to probably take a little break every yep every 90 days but again that that's assuming you're legit in a deficit losing weight you know that's not yep. like oh i'm kind of trying you know i'm eating salads type uh, deal. <laughs> i'm eating uh, salads like, for three for, for for three months now can i switch to burgers or whatever yeah, like, like if you've been losing like a, a pound a week for like five months or whatever it may be and you've been real steady then yeah it's probably time for for a break and then notice too like if you've been losing weight and this one might be a little harder um, just because you get used to how you feel. But if you notice like, ah, oh, man, maybe like oh, the past couple months, like my workouts have not been that good. Like I've just been kind of getting through it. My energy's been a little low. I haven't really gotten any stronger, um, which, you know, that, that'll happen when you are losing. But it's, if it's been sustained. Or you're not re- recovering as fast. Yeah. Like you're, you're just sore getting a little more sore, uh, stuff like that. You feel a little more beat down. Then, yeah, that probably means uh, – it's your energy source starting to get low. Yep. So soreness, are, soreness, that's a whole nother episode. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Relating a good workout to being sore. Oh man, I can I could get so fired up with that. <laughs> I, I can I know we don't have that kind of time if today. We're gonna have while, to do another episode. Yeah. Um but yeah, so those are a few indicators, just so people listening can can get a few takeaways on, you know, like where they're at and if they do need this. And you know, and, and it's okay. And, and really if you are tracking, a good way to go is just, you know, bump your, your calories up, you know, a couple hundred, maybe three hundred calories, add it in. See how you feel. Does your weight change? If you start gaining a ton of weight, then tone it back a little bit. But that would be a good place to start. And, you know, you don't get – you're not going to gain a ton of weight really quickly. It's just not the way we work. So don't really be afraid of bumping those calories up and seeing where – you know, what happens. How do I feel? Where's – you know, where does my weight go? What – you know, what's the deal? So – And don't make it more complicated than it needs to nope. be. Like if you're not someone who tracks your calories, like – Bumping it up two or three hundred calories is as simple as oh well eat two or three more pieces of fruit or have an extra handful of starch. Yep. You know exactly. Have, it's just yeah. It could be hey, cup of rice, boom. Yeah. That's but it. to some degree, like you, you have to have a handle on what you're eating. Whether yeah, you it can't just be willy nilly. Whether you know your portions through just eyeballing them or through tracking them, like find some way where you can learn and know and be accountable for your food intake. Uh, if you're just yeah, will, willy-nilly in it, it's it's a losing battle, you know? Like, don't say, yeah. oh, I'm going from tra- dieting and then maintenance mode in your mind is a free-for-all. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's that's not what we're saying either. Like, maintenance is very it's, – it's a fine line as well. Um, so. And then last, like, you say um, – and you say it a lot, Gary, like, maintenance in the end is, like, the ultimate goal, right? And then once you get there, just being okay with being there uh, – being knowing that there's not always going to be like we don't have to be looking for something else looking for losing weight looking for that like in the end keeping your weight and like getting to that point where you're actually a healthy uh at a healthy weight and lean and everything that's where you want to be and then just just being steady and consistent with it um and being okay with not looking somewhere else for some other thing um in the end, like, that's where you want to be. Is it super exciting? Is it like, oh, I look forward to it all the time? Probably not. Um, but it, it is it is a hard point to get to, and it's hard to keep it. So, like, just ultimately knowing that that's where you want to be, and there's no ups and downs from there. Yeah, and the truth of it is maintenance is a harder and more impressive goal in weight loss you know i mean that's the struggle a lot of people can lose weight and then it's maintaining it that's the hard part it's just for whatever word maintenance sounds you know in general it's 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 maintenance right you know Mm -hmm. like there's no excitement to it everyone likes buying a new car but do you like you know maintaining your new car you know or a house Uh, that's not exciting so that's where it gets a bad stigma but ultimately that's a harder goal you know yep so if you make sure you approach it with that mindset my goal is to get to this healthy weight where I feel and look best and have my most confidence and maintain it. Then all of a sudden it's a different animal. So start working on, on that maintenance mindset. And, and remember too, if you, this is all very nuanced. If you're someone who has 90 pounds to lose versus eight pounds to lose, then you know, there's going to be little different approaches. So that is where, you know, if you're, if you're not sure, if you, you, you like having extra accountability or wanting a coach to basically give you the, the treasure map, then yeah, find one. So, um, and as always, if you 
have any feedback or questions or topics you want to hear or talk more about, just let us know. You can email us, us social media us. We'll rant about anything. Mm-hmm. We will. You can get Diego going with pretty much any topic. Yeah, Diego will get fired up, start speaking in Spanish. Especially when he's got a little coffee. Mm. Mm, talk right. to me about calories burned during uh, exercise, yeah, muscle soreness, yeah, there we go. Yeah, muscle cheese there. and tacos, and you, mm. I'll, I'll punch Will if there's Dude, what else if, here. <laughs> it just starts whooping my ass. <laughs> Diego, what if someone was eating a taco with cheese on it and, and talking and, to you about how many calories they burn in their workout? And, and how they're making up for it with a taco oh, bro. with cheese they'll, on they'll, it? There'll be a fight in here. There'll uh, be, I'll, I'll be throwing fists all over. Oh, man. I, I'm not even I'm not even double think that. Like, I'm just, I'm just going for it. Mm. I'll take the consequences that come with it. Make you take a couple days off of work. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys next week. Holla back. Later. All right. See you guys. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.